Welcome to Mindful Space to Pause. Your host is Dee Lee. In our show, you'll experience what it means to take a break, get in tune with your true self, and be in the present. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mindful Space to Pause. My name is Dee Lee, and I'm your host today as we explore practicing presence, tapping into your joy. We can begin applying this immediately as we embark on this personal design assignment to, uh, of ourselves. Helen Keller said, joy is the holy fire that keeps our purpose warm and our intelligence aglow. Does feeling joy and being happy feel like a luxury? Joy and happiness come in many different forms. It can be as simple as arranging a colorful bouquet of flowers in your environment. It can be um, something that is part of your day when you flip the switch of your streaming thoughts to the positive channel. Put a smile on your face. It will help lift your spirits and will affect everyone around you. Your happiness is achieved in the now moments and you do not need to wait for a future date. Take a look around you and immerse yourself in the nature of any season and take a deep breath. Appreciate the good things that you notice and jot them down somewhere for reference in your daily journal to recall the story of what your experience was today. Today we're looking at the differences between joy and happiness and really how accessible they are to us as we are present in our daily moments. So what is joy? Joy is a driving force in human nature and it exerts a powerful pull, uh, a lot of tugging on us sometimes. Sometimes we're drawn to our highest purpose and the most complete expression of our gifts. The Dalai Lama says, I believe that the very purpose of our life is to seek happiness and joy. Our brains are wired to seek out the events, people and things that create joy and happiness. But what brings on these feelings? They really are, um, you know, we can have two categories of joy. There's active and passive. Passive joy is defined as a kind of contentment within the way things are currently are. For example, um, we might have an experience of watching friends and loved ones, um, and we have a you know like a passive passivity to that uh, watching or observing. Active joy, on the other hand, is really sharing your experience of joy with others, and this could be uh, any kind of sharing where you're. Um, obviously excited about what you're sharing and you might have I mean your whole being is on um, in a different kind of light uh, experience because you're excited your your voice is excited your experience is being shared because you have um, experience wonder and awe and that is something you um, bubbling over inside of you and um, and that's also going to be of curiosity by other people when they're observing you being very excited. So life is full of all kinds of different events. Um, some Sometimes our source of happiness are highly personal. What brings satisfaction, though, is um, 
is really taking a look at um, are our wishes fulfilled? And when we look at this, we're saying, hmm, you know, there is difference between happiness and joy. But here um, we're taking a look at um, the obvious and also looking at the emotions. Richard Wagner said, joy is not in things, it is in us. And Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So, you know, these little quotes are other people's experiences and different perceptions, but it's really powerful. And when you think about it, the um, different aspects of our heart's desire is somewhere in, uh, in and around us. In relation to joy, this is wonderful news because it speaks to the idea of the experience. And that experience is always available to us. It's something that we have experienced and we um, are able to recall the experience and share it as we might have just had the experience. Uh, sometimes it feels too easy to be actually having this kind of excitement within ourselves and um, when we are inundated with a lot of chaos in our out external area, we have to be careful that we're um, able to tap into our joy um, so that we can keep ourselves in a higher perspective. So you want to listen to joy, for joy, and when we um, are accessing our personal joy, uh, we need to be sometimes quiet and still to hear our inner voice and our spirit. A lot of times the outside um, noise is, is also going to drown out our inner voice. But when we give ourselves time and space to really listen, it is also very clear that our joy is right, right there. And we want to listen and our joy will show up. When we are looking from the perspective of uh, joy, it is really very simple. It's not complicated, and um, it is also not complicated in accessing it. It feels like it can base, basically be um, difficult sometimes. We don't have to look at a lot of endless um, reading material to um, learn how to do this. We can be, um, e I mean, it's pretty easy. It's, it's like a, a matter of reminding ourselves that we're all worthy and capable of experiencing joy and that we need to just open ourselves up, know that our joy lives within us. So, in this concept, too, from the simplicity, we just be joy. And we um, say, take a look at the idea that uh, if we're looking from the um, first definitions, if we want joy, we can start by being joy. We can be joyful in our thoughts. We are choosing our thoughts and the words that we speak. We choose our interactions with others and our overall demeanor. We are blessed to have the creative license to actually do this and to be whatever it is we want. That's really amazing. You can also find yourself uh, with ability to have humor in yourself and as you observe something. So you can be laughing, laugh at yourself, you know, laugh with your pets. 
um, be sure to laugh as often and as you can because it's really it's not impossible to feel joy with with this, but also by having laughter, your whole system is um, being lighted, and it's really a gift that's available to us. And again, we are the ones that control when we can activate it. And so it's it's a it's also the more we laugh, the greater joy we feel, and we can also share this in the outside world. So how do we? Um, work with this we can also see joy we can wake up to the to the uh, morning uh, in any season without getting too um, actively included in all of the world events but we wake up to uh, look beyond into the outside nature and we look for uh, ways to um, looking at people around us and um, experiencing a deep, you know, uh, feeling of joy. We we can breathe it all in, give ourselves a gift, and say, okay, um, we're going to be seeing uh, and be, and be surprised at different joys that show up in our lives when we take a, a look at um, it from a just an observing and also participatory way. Uh, we can give ourselves a, an opportunity to um, have joy show up. We want to really ditch the seriousness and practice, um, you know, and some of this means that we can um, have, a, have a, a way that maybe we do yoga, some way that, you know, there are different things that each person tries sometimes that actually has a different effect. Some, you know, the the yoga is um, one of those where it teaches a lot of different aspects, but it also helps relax us, and um, it's a very deliberate focus. And so, sometimes um, people get too intense with what they're doing, and they're very serious. But um, when we're in that space, uh, if you can also think, smile. When you smile for a second, even as if you're in a yoga pause, you know you can get back to the yoga, but you feel something different when you're um, practicing and smiling, and this can also lighten up your whole jaw and your and it can become not quite so tense. So it helps to balance ourselves. Why do we do our practices so seriously? You know, sometimes we are so intent. That um, you know, it, it, we want to have more joy in our life. We want to feel differently, but we um, are so intent on a, a practice that we miss the mark. Uh, if we're not practicing joy, it seems like a, you know some of these are actually elusive. And um, when we try to release stress, we actually create more stress for ourselves. So it's. Um, it's interesting because there's different kinds of experiences that we come up along in this area. And each of these inspirations and possible emotions about these things, um, we can actually do better sometimes by having the uh, unstructured practice. You know, you actually do something a little differently and have fun with it. 
So you could broadly um, change your practice by turning on some music and dancing around the room. You can take your shoes off, bring your yoga mat outside and practice on the grass. So if you're a little creative in there, you can also uh, follow yourself around in this attitude and um, exercise in a little different way. Um, your self-care routine is actually a habit. And so as you take a look and, and inspire yourself and jazz up your routine, you're going to find yourself becoming um, a little bit more centered and finding that you're tapping into some joy. Maybe you didn't define it that way. But when you have experience that is fun and joyous and awe-inspiring, um, tap that in, in tap into that and it what it what that does you're also um, going to find yourself feeling inspired and when you release the joy you're going to find yourself feeling great too so when you're in a, a feeling mode there's so much more that we uh, how we look at something how we relate to people and uh, we can also uh, create ourselves in some ways we can get overwhelmed but that's also part of this controlling so that uh, essentially the, you know we're we're doing the um, practice but we're also adapting ourselves to what is needed in our process so we can um, bring it down so that we're not quite so far out there uh, if that feels like you're uh, joyful situation has gotten out of hand you know it's something that we look forward to um, checking in on our emotions and knowing that we are bursting with great spirits um, we're uh, looking at other people in a different way and other people will take a look at us differently too so they, you know, what this brings up is people don't always know why someone is in a joyful mood. And so it creates question, you know, what is that person experiencing and why are they in such great spirits? So it's, it's an interesting um, experience and also experiment that um, when you're out and about, um, and you experience the observing of someone else also in yourself uh, feeling it. We just know that um, joy is contagious. And it, it's really not spreading like a virus, but also changes people who come in contact with it. So that essentially as we're... Um, bringing joy to our, our space, we're also able to share this glow because it is a glow. And people a lot of times are, are attracted to you as um, a light person because they are um, seeing and feeling the energy and possibly this whole energy is going to shift a whole room too, possibly. So, uh, we, we try to inspire ourselves and have a happy life feeling. Um, we are looking to um, have something that's not quite so heavy and overwhelming and uh, feeling um, that it, we're getting overwhelmed or exhausted. 
And when we focus on joy, it is less likely to feel upset or, um, you know, or worried or exhausted. So everything around us seems to be less than joyful sometimes. And when we focus on it, we know that we're not just um, taking our busy life and adding something more to it, but by the end of the day, when you make a choice to focus on joyful moments, you'll start seeing a shift in your energy and your clarity of thought will be better. Um, So it is a very interesting process that it can be elusive, but also once you have have sampled it um, and find that you're feeling better and that you're also able to practice it, it is like a practice that it becomes easier to access as we practice and focus on it. So um, emotional cycles begin sometimes with a deep longing and, and knowing that the possibilities are there. And then we start experimenting and saying, okay, well, here are these different choices. This one feels better than that one. And when we take our whole for- force in a- of our energy and pursue choices that feel like they are uh, better from a standpoint of our goal, um, it's something that as a rule, it requires courage in this process, also an open mind and the willingness to say, hmm, I am on this path and I want to continue. And so we take an opportunity to continue and check ourselves as we go. But we're really looking at a lot of emotion here too. So with the emotion, um, emotion is part of this. Um, we can become emotional in some ways that um, possibly if we've been not really present, um, that can be a a shift. So people can sometimes be surprised if you're a person that didn't have a whole lot of emotion before, but you're now emotional and you're um, able to um, relate to others and in yourself um, with the emotion Um, We can also feel, you know, like this is a huge um, change. And sometimes change is difficult, um, and we also desire change when we know that there is a a sense of something that needs to be fixed, or not just fixed, but also changed in a different way. So um, as we look at this, we're looking at a space that is um, something that's different for ourselves, and when we know that this is what we want to do, we also are able to take a look at this and know that uh, we are in a, a path t- toward joy that sometimes starts with grief. Um, we start saying we are empty or longing for something, and we're sensing that there is something in the space that needs to be done, but we aren't sure maybe what it is or how it should change or what it could be and anticipated in that that way. So it it also takes time to take space um, in our time and say, okay, well, I need to step out of this situation possibly and just um, pause and um, catch up with yourself and know that that is okay as well and can help in the whole path uh, as we get more defined in that. So on that note, we're going to take a a pause and we will be back shortly.
Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break. Hit the pause pad button or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space to Pause. And today we're doing, uh, my name is Dee Lee, and we're talking about practicing presence, tapping into our joy. Usually there's a cyclical system of process as we are awakening and becoming more uh, connected to ourself. And um, emotion is part of the change that happens too as we shift our different uh, system within ourselves and we're exploring different corners of ourselves. It is actually circular as we are uh, touching the joy potential. Um, sometimes we start out with a feeling because it's change, we might have a sense of grief. And sometimes we can feel, as we open ourselves, we can feel empty, and we know that we're desiring something in terms of joy, but we may not have the, the total sense of it. And so, because we don't have the real space that's quite there yet, we, we know that it's, it's on its way, it can be a sense of, um, you know, it's an area that we might have some fear as well. Because we don't know, um, you know, how to exactly maybe put it to words and, and also that we may not even have the sense of the goals and the possibilities. It's um, scenario is kind of a what if scenario. What if I do this? Possibly uh, we're in fear and um, have uh, some grief about something that didn't happen that we really had hoped to happen. And as we're in the what-if process, we aren't sure what can work and what might not work. And what happens when we experiment and we have what we might consider a failure happening. Um, and so, there's a lot of, um, as we 
are going from these different scenarios, um, as we progress through the emotions, uh, we might end up with some anger and not know exactly why um, why we're angry, but um, there is an energy process. And so, um, as we dig through this, this flow, um, we're saying, okay, we might become more uh, clear. And as we uh, take on the commitments that, you know, this is the path that, that we're finding, um, we're knowing that uh, there are choices and that we're able to test something that feels, you know, here's my boundary on this situation or that priority. And we can, we can work within that and we come along and, and, uh, you know, basically take distractions and have more focus so we can direct our energy towards the joy, your joy. Um, and so it's, it's kind of almost like a, it's like swimming through the muck in a way. And we know that this is going to, when we get through this, um, it's like a water lily coming up through and into the surface um, it has a beautiful blossom it's it's survived and not just survived but it's also very beautiful we can also look from an, uh, an energy perspective that we might have deep feelings of fulfillment and celebration our energy um, out of this whole process of emotion you know with different circular um, processes of grief fear and anger uh, come into a total satisfaction so that joy can be almost like a fireball uh, fireworks uh, coming out from this with plenty of energy you know you might end up with a whole lot more energy plenty of um, resources everything seems like as you have been focused on it Finally, there's everything is available to you, and the joy that you feel feel comes spilling over, and you end up with a sense of happiness and gratitude. And when you feel that too from yourself, you're going to also want to spread it around you. Now, when we're in joy, we're able to. Um, you know, have that available, not just for ourselves, but we're generally, we're trying to also have it flow over and have it so that we can share happiness and we can help fulfill not just our needs, but others as we go along in here. So hitting our joy is really not just a pleasant thing, it's, it's an essential thing. And when we fill up and gather our strength, and courage, it's like um, going around Monopoly and saying, okay, well, um, we're on to the next thing. So, um, what we want to do here is know that as humans, we, we do have a lot of different personality options and that uh, we can commit to a joy as a life process, not just as a destination. So, we're not just joyful for others, but we want to do this for ourselves and, um, and it helps us to be lighter and have more happiness around us possibly. Um, but it is contagious. So, in fact, it's something to, that uh, we need to be aware of that as we are um, contagious in a good way, um, other people are going to be attracted to that. And um, it's something where 
um, that's um, also going to uh, make your life um, more interesting because you're not just you know numb. So joyful people a lot of times are excited about something that they are focused on. Possibly they have a goal or a dream and they're actively striving for it. So they have um, a set of uh, processes that they work with. You know, they're trying to not be distracted in their process, but they feel that um, as part of this focus, they're going to step forward on the steps that show up. And as we step forward, we're going to feel a lighter process too as we go because um, things become different. You know, there are certain things that might disappear that maybe um, were a challenge and they were boundaries that possibly open up so that it attracts others that you would have never, never ever possibly met or situations show up that um, we can actually be in awe and have different happiness or bliss. Um, but joy is really more than happiness. It's kind of an exaltation of spirit. And it has a delightful feeling. Um, the sense of mystery is part of it, too. It's um, gratitude and it's humility. So we have a lot of adjectives that we're taking a look at things. And if you're in awe, you're going to be having an eye on every leaf and flower and cloud that you're, you're looking at the whole world in a little different view and through a different lens. And when we look at uh, peak experiences, according to Maslow, um, that's where we really look at the secret of life. And a lot of times the, the uh, information has opened up a lot more. Uh, we can see a, a vision of something that maybe we haven't been able to see before. Um, we're experiencing joy. And that experience is not really religious, but it's really the feeling that uh, something of more importance has happened and or we have a different clarity about something than we've had before. So um, joy is really the feeling of um, experiencing life in a different way outside of ourselves and the inside of ourselves, um, having a cause for some excitement. And being able to share that. So we want to um, take a look and be helping make a better day for ourselves and look at it from the positioning of um, expecting that, you know, we're able to move forward and have a little different way to look at things. When we compare the um, joy and happiness, it's interesting because there are some distinctive areas there too to, to consider. J.D. Meyer did a talk on happiness um, and there's, you know, he has um, come up with seven principles that are part of this framework. The first one has to do with um, taking a look at um, the fact that you want to focus on fulfillment, and that's really looking at the meaning of life. You want to make your actions, your choices, and your moments all count, and you can do this 
um, by deciding that here's the experience that you want to create and strategizing in that fulfillment process. So when we do this, we're looking at um, giving our best. It's like looking at our unique strengths and sharing our gifts with um, the world. And as we uh, try out the different experiments on how to do this with you know, some of it possibly feeling like it's a trial and tribulation, um, but you're reaching for a higher ground, uh, you have more meaning possibly with the feeling of what you're doing and possibly feelings that there are uh, more significant uh, happenings so that you're stepping forward in a way, but you're also finding that as you add more meaning, you're finding a different and maybe your your goal or your dream might change as well. So there is a message here in this that um, is a possibility of shifting some of the levels that we've been focused on before. So we want to also, um, principle two has to do with spending more time in your value. So we, we want to live our lives with an eye on our value and we want to be happier. So we want to spend time, um, a lot of times we're, um, our total hours spent are much higher on our work. Um, and if it doesn't actually feel like work, that's, that's huge also. So that we're able to step forward and not feel like the work is in our way. So that's something that as we go along in here, um, we feel that our work becomes our life. And when we connect with value, then we're also able to um, feel like we're mastering our craft, if you will, and finding that um, as we use our skills and our experience, we're also utilizing our knowledge and having a sense of elevated feeling of our value. So um, we can also, principle three says, set your own happiness level. So what some people have um, or operate a lot in trying to make other people happy, and that can become very difficult when you're never getting feedback. And so you want to start with making your own happiness level so that you can feel you're in control. And some of it is sounding very simple, but um, we are uh, looking as ourselves, we want to not compare ourselves to others because happiness really is different and we don't want to beat, beat ourselves up for our version of what that means to us. So um, we say, okay, well, here we are. We're focused on our values and what fulfills us. And we say our, our intent here is to have a certain level of you know, cycle going in and out. And when we find that and we realize how frequent it is that we basically are able to see it and feel it, it may be a different level than someone else's happiness level. But that's really up to actually sharing yourself in a way to yourself and giving yourself that um, level to be just what makes your situation just fine. 
So um, happiness really is a decision. So we, we can sit in the sidelines and actually watch it happening, or we can actually make a decision and say, looking inside ourselves, we want to actually be happy. Um, what do we have to do to make ourselves happy? Uh, what do we want to do more of? And it's something that sometimes it's hard to keep going with things that if we aren't hearing things from others, knowing that we've made decisions to um, choose to be happy with different activities or whatever, if those don't feel like they're um, being accepted by others, we still need to be careful that we aren't just out there making other people happy for whatever focus reason. We need to be very careful that we um, look inside ourselves and say, okay, that makes me feel very happy. It might be very simple. It might be very simple, something that no one else really cares about, but you do. Um, so, in this process, too, we have um, an, a principle that says, don't fall for the if-then trap. What that means is, um, I'll be happy if I get something, or if I'll be happy if there, what if, the what if situation is there. And uh, it's easy to put our happiness out there instead of inside ourselves as we go, because it, it's always kind of like you're on a, um, you know, a want to get their position. So it can feel like, you know, going around and around um, and uh, essentially never get to the end of the journey. But we want to say, okay, we can choose and focus and get there. Um, mo most importantly, it's a journey. And sometimes the journey is the trip. So we want to use that in a, in a way that we know that that's, um, going to feel uh, when we get there wh where we want to be. So some of our attitude too is important and not getting frustrated uh, because that's part of this uh, intention area where we can be so intent on something and find ourselves never really stepping on the path or likely uh, getting distracted and getting off the path. So um, what we want to do is keep ourselves from being frustrated and knowing that sometimes little things can get in the way, um, but we can also um, not, you know, be focused, so focused that we run into a tree or we get frustrated in traffic, which we d cannot control. Uh, things happened and we get in a situation. Sometimes it's, you know, as simple as having a sense of humor. So we look at different uh, attitudes and placement of that, and we say, okay, well, this is what we're um, possibly finding as a, a destination, but maybe we got distracted over here. Well, that distraction might have caused us to actually find something that raises our bar and also gets us into a different practice where we have a higher quality or we come up with something that we may have never seen before. So as we look at this process of happiness, we're also saying we are the director of ourselves and we can point our um, focus on things that we want more of. So when we do this, it's a powerful choice and also we can test it and we can um, start pointing ourselves at better scenes, 
different situations and watch them unfold and also participate in them as they unfold. So it's really um, exciting because we are awake and we are practicing and we are able to encounter all of these opportunities and really participate in a way that maybe has never happened to ourselves in the past. We are also um, looking at this in the way of taking time and time is very valuable so that you want to take time to pause and know that you're able to immerse yourself, um, be aware of situations and actually um, also clarity happens in this pause too. So we're going to take a pause um, and we will be right back um, with my D note. We're going to note the pause. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break. Hit the pause pad button or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space to Pause. We're discussing um, practicing presence, tapping into our joy. And why would we want to add joy to our life? I mean, it sounds wonderful and um, it's rather elusive. Sometimes it's difficult. Um, We have to work at it sometimes. But why would we want to work on on that aspect? Um, It's been shown that happy people are really more successful. So you can be thinking in terms of... um, Possibly um, success is a lot of different kinds of, um, you know, there's different types of success too. I mean, it might be different situations by uh, looking at people with their relationships, their income levels, their work performance and health. 
So generally, happiness just leads to success in our cell, in our situation. And joy is also healthy. We know that exercise helps um, and benefits our health, but happiness uh, gives us a, a level of starting point, too. It's a platform. Uh, when we are looking at um, being happy, um, we're a lot of times practicing better habits, routines, um, which also are creating um, routines that um, are supportive and su- sustainable where we're um, exercising and eating and watching the process of how we approach life. Um, Sometimes it can be a merry-go-round. Sometimes we um, have to take a look at it from the standpoint of we may have some of these situations like we explained earlier um, with fear and anxiety and stress. But when we're taking a joyful approach, some of that is a higher attitude, which then uh, as we're maybe exercising and walking um, in our environments, um, we see a garden. Um, we can experience the, um, the aromas of the garden flowers. And in that process, we're going to be cheered up inside of ourselves because we, we see a beautiful rose and we stick our nose in it. Uh, hopefully, it's not your, your allergic situation. But um, what, we, what ends up happening is that the beauty that is there and the aroma has an effect on us. And... As we look at this, um, it's something where uh, it's, a, it's a positivity and can help to trim down the level of strain and stress. Um, happiness and joy are contagious. And so as we look at this uh, situation, if we're happy and enjoying and being open to our own environment and related parties that we're running into, we're going to be contagious and we attract beautiful things in our life and, and people that maybe we will um, would have actually not met. Um, we're also productive in when we're looking at positive thoughts, you know, it, it requires positive action and that also incru- in, um, enhances our productivity. So we might have more clarity on purpose and value actions that need to happen and um, because we're in that level we can also uh, other people can look at us and say wow you're very calm and that also can bring uh, calmness or smiles from other people which then uh, they're going to feel like we're more optimistic than possibly they expected and they'll feel an uplift in their uh, lives too so um Joy attracts money. Um, joy does not follow money. But when we have, um, when we're enjoying life and we're feeling good, um, our emotions are more steady. Uh, the frequency of enjoyment and what happens when we enjoy life, we will be making changes so that we feel better. And as we do this too, it's kind of a rolling ball too that says, okay, well, we start here and we go there and we go here and um, basically. Um, people that are unhappy and looking for happiness, they're, um, they're trying to find themselves. And, um, you know, a lot of it is a positive attitude and finding 
uh, happiness sometimes can feel difficult, but um, we we can also have that as a starting point to open the window a bit. Um, when we when we take this on and uh, look at um, the feelings and how success happens, um, we're all in a busy world, um, but we also know that um, work-life situations, um, we have a better chance of getting somewhere when we have a happier situation to deal with. And so sometimes we have to make changes and make decisions to step forward, but joy always feels good. And when you um, are able to step into this and look at things that might be obvious and maybe that them being obvious, you may have been in a prior situation that you didn't know that they were there or that you couldn't see them. So as you get along into the process, you're going to feel more excited because it's going to be inviting a different feeling and a process going on. Um, We're going to find ourselves laughing more and really our bodies are um, wired for joy and good feelings. And we're going to find ourselves able to um, be repeating this as we practice and become in uh, a more uh, planned routine to enjoy that. How do we keep track of some of our exploring of this different uh, emotion and also um, know that you know, we're working on something, but we also are getting successful because sometimes we try and try and try, but we don't feel like we have actually arrived at any level. Um, a journal is really a good way to record things that are happening that are important. And it can be so simple as recording thoughts on a, on a particular uh, essence of story per day or... Um, if you have a notebook and you can jot down little um, thoughts as at the end of the day or during the day of how you tapped into an emotion. And so you could actually find that um, as you're doing this, it becomes like a daily blessing and gratitude process where you're seeing things possibly for the first time or you didn't see them before um, and now you're feeling them in your total being. So a joy journal is really a, a way to keep track of small joys and um, major joys and accomplishments come along and follow along with that too because usually um, some of the smaller ones we might not actually mentally record. We notice them, but for some reason, you know, they're gone, they're elusive. So if you take the moment to actually accomplish a journal a note, that um, can spark you know, a memory, that's an experience you had, you're going to be able to recall it. And um, these are these little happenings in our lives that can add up to a bigger feeling. So uh, it shouldn't take more than a moment to actually jot something down, a couple of words that um, as you think about it, it becomes your experience. So as you're writing your, your notes you're going to be developing a sense of spirit and them um, getting uh, something happening. So joy is really all kinds of sizes and shapes and we want to you know, take an opportunity to really remember the little things because they, they really are very important 
when you look at, at a situation, such as something so simple that watching a blue butterfly land on a, on a plant or taking time to really observe a lot closer, you know, can you really um, see, see the, the, um, the eyes that are on a, a, um, a bee, you know, it's fascinating to take a, a moment and look close at beings in nature and um, take time to watch as they go, do their work because um, the, you know, the bee is out really taking care of the goals that it has for its life. And, you know, it is moving through its space. But um, if we take a moment just to acknowledge and care for that, um, we're taking opportunity to remember something that might show up in your own mind that helps you feel more uplifted. So we take the opportunity to being be active and connect, um, learn different things that are new also, and practice mindfulness. It's a way to not just practice, but also execute it and, and work with it so you can find joy in even the smallest moments. So I'm um, concerning a lot of things here with um, a lot of definitions and active focus, but also as we go through this, you're able to make choices. And when you make choices, it's going to affect a lot of your different uh, relationships and how you approach your days. When you get to the end of your day, take a, a moment and really acknowledge with gratitude the ability to take a look at some of this in a different way. Um, a lot of decisions and difficulties are um, in our struggles, you know, can cause um, deeper issues down the road too, but we can also have an opportunity to have a different perception. Robert Louis Stevenson said, find out where joy resides and give it a voice far beyond singing. For to miss the joy is to miss all. And on that note, um, I've had a couple, you know, I've been writing poetry for a long time and um, really uh, taking the approach that we have the ability to make choices and use our uh, joy to run um, our opportunities during the day, um, experience things. Um, hindsight is really, you know, the moments that we've missed, and um, we have opportunity to be really actively participating. When I open my eyes, I see love flows freely through me. When I open my ears, I hear floating songs of melody. When I open my feelings, I ensure I am truly connected. When I open my voice, I share my vocal light everywhere. When I tune to my sense of smell, I am enveloped in dancing aromas. When I open my full heart, I know I'm made of a lot of parts. And with this mindful sensing, I find the creator is simply in me. And on that note, we are um, going to pause and we um, look forward to uh, next time.
Thank you for joining us this week on Mindful Space to Pause. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition featuring your host, Dee Lee, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you next time.